Bruce Lawn. All right, yesterday I made a video uh, about Brandon Tatum's view denying the the deity of Jesus, tying it into my buddy John McRae's video. John McRae from What Do You Mean? He did a, a, a fire video completely unleashing the biggest can of ether I've ever seen in a YouTube video. So shout out to John McRae. And I wanted to make my last video on, on Brandon Tatum. And I'll explain why it's my last video on Brandon Tatum. Um, so some of you guys watched part one. If you didn't watch part one, go watch part one. And I'm going to explain why this is my last video. But I wanted to address a couple of misconceptions that I find exhausting. Okay. If you guys don't know, I identify as politically agnostic. I did not vote Democrat or Republican in the last two presidential elections. So what that means is um, I don't have a dog in the fight. Now, I do want people who watch this channel to not believe what I believe about politics or social issues or what have you. I just want you to represent Jesus in your relationships and to not be combative and to lose friendships and to get sucked in and warped into nonsense, whether you're on the far right end of the spectrum, which a lot of Brandon Tatum's audience is, and I'm going to prove that to you today, or you're on the far left end of the spectrum, which is a lot of what we're talking about with leftism and cultural Marxism and all that kind of stuff. I, I want you guys to be on Jesus's side, right? I want, I want us to act like Jesus when we disagree with people about secondary non-essential issues, and I'm going to get into that. But this misconception that I keep seeing in my comments, and it's really from a lack of ignorance. And ignorance is simply meaning that it's 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 a lack of awareness. You just aren't aware of my actual views. Is this notion that Ruslan goes hard at conservatives with that face, right? And all you have to do, literally all you have to do, is just search Ruslan Biden or Ruslan AOC or Ruslan Recall Governor Newsom. Or a number of other videos where I go equally as hard, probably more so against some of the radical leftism that we see in in, in some of our politics. That's all you have to do. You literally just have to do that before being a complete goofy Uber and assuming that I only go hard at conservatives. Okay, that's all you have to do. And it doesn't require a whole lot of thought. Second of all, all you have to do is look at one of my last videos, which was interviewing Major Williams Who's a freaking Republican running for governor in California? That's all you have to do and see my public embracement of Major Williams. We follow each other on Instagram. Now, because I'm not as conservative as you or I'm not as Republican as you, right? That doesn't mean that I'm against conservatives. Quite the contrary. I, I did a survey in the last six months, and I found out that more of my views line up with more of a conservative perspective. I just think you guys have completely dropped the ball by letting Ubers like Brandon Tatum infiltrate your party, these overnight Republicans, and now it, we're in a wild spectrum. Like, this is this is just utter insanity. And I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you here in just a sec. But before that, let's open up with some scripture for the sanctification of our heart, at least my heart, in this situation. This is a passage that I think addresses my stance in a lot of the positions. And we're going to go over what is... Um, 
essential and non-essential a little later in the stream. Uh, But when it comes to a lot of these issues that we're dealing with, this is a passage that I just think is just a good passage for you to think about when you're considering these types of issues, okay? Check this out. This is Ecclesiastes 7. Ecclesiastes is uh, written by many believed to be Solomon, one of the wisest men who ever ever lived, and he is the son of David. They also believe Solomon wrote Proverbs. And it says this, he says, verse 15, Ecclesiastes 7, 7, verse 15 says, I have seen everything in this meaningless life, including the death of good young people and the long life of wicked people. He's seen it all, and there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in this life. So don't be too good or too wise. Why destroy yourself? On the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be a fool. Why die before your time? Pay attention to these instructions. For anyone who fears God will avoid, for anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. Anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes, right? Don't be too wicked, but don't be a fool, okay? right? Like anyone who fears God will avoid these extremes, right? Don't be too wise in your own eyes. And he says, one person is stronger than 10 leading, uh, uh, than, than, than 10 leading of citizens of a town. Not a single person on earth is always good and never sins. Not a single person is always good and never sins. Now we know that we know that, right? Meaning we know that we're all sinners, but, but you guys also have to acknowledge that I don't think everything Brandon Tatum has ever said is utterly evil and terrible. No, there are things I agree with him on. For example, the lockdown, he just shared a video about Ben Shapiro and then, you know, Fossey continually perpetuating people potentially having to wear masks, with sound, which sounds like indefinitely. I'd agree with him on that. I'd be like, yeah, I, I agree with him. So no one person is all good or all bad. But if you have bought into an extreme that, oh, Brandon Tatum, he's good, he's smart, he's a good old conservative, and Ruslan, you need to stay in your lane and never talk about things that you're passionate about, just dribble and tell us about the gospel, you just, you have no context of who I am, I'm gonna cut, I'm I'm gonna go right down the middle, and so on top of him making this wild accusation that Jesus was not God, which to me is a deal breaker, uh, and it's just outside of the lines of orthodoxy, in the video yesterday, I said two other things, I said, Brandon Tatum is wrong about the Capitol riots, condoning those. And I also said he is wrong about the Breonna Taylor case. Now I'm going to prove it to you, believe it or not. I don't just say stuff. I actually come with stuff to back it up. Okay. So let's unpack these things and you decide if this is somebody that is in their right frame of mind. And again, it's not to dismiss everything he's saying. It's just to say, Hey, listen, when the, the upstream of someone's line of thinking matters, right? And if someone is a, 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 a somewhat of an overnight conservative talking head, if someone is a somewhat of a, uh, a, a overnight Christian talking authority and presenting themselves as an authority by saying stuff like, I ain't no rookie, right? When someone's presenting themselves as an authority, right? If someone is an authority on all law enforcement and he was a cop for five years, right? There's something to consider there. There is something to consider there. And, um, and so I think it's important for us to look at the actual evidence. Now, I said he was wrong about the capital rights. You guys were like, what are you talking about? I said he condoned the capital rights. You guys didn't believe me. Here's a video of him January 8th, and this is what he said specifically about what happened at the capital rights. And you tell me if this sounds like he's co-signing the deviant behavior we saw on the capital. 
suits and do all this other stuff, when they actually go to try to stop it from happening, y'all come out against them? He's mad at conservatives for coming out against the folks at the Capitol. I don't, listen, let me tell you something. I wasn't there. Why? Because I don't want to do that. I'm not going to go do that. I'm not going to do that. Because if I go, I'm going all the way. I'm not going in there to halfway take selfies and, and try to play around. I'm going in there to serve. So I'm not going in there to do that because I'm, I'm not in a position to do that right now. I'm not willing to die, and I, and, and I don't want to go to prison for the rest of my life right now. So I didn't go down there to D.C. But I'm not going to criticize people who, with all of that anger and, and fear and frustration. So if he's going to go there, he's going to go there with the intent of being willing to die, not take selfies, and serve. Okay, those are his words, not mine. Okay, those are his words, not mine. Serve what? Exactly. Who's he serving? Right? And this entire video is one long... I can't believe this is still on YouTube. One long uh, uh, apologetic type of approach to the cult that stormed the Capitol. That's what this is about. Right? I'm going to be careful with saying that word because I'll probably get demonetized. Right? Frustration that they wanted to do something. And they halfway did something. They halfway did. People in the Capitol halfway did something. If, had he would have been there, he would have done it all the way, but he didn't want to be there because he didn't. This is, again, why? This is an hour of him just ranting about conservatives not standing with those people and how those people were patriots. People out there taking selfies. We got people in wheelchairs, do arm like this. He, he up in the thing. They got flat old ladies in there. Like, they, ain't nobody. Dude with, dude with cow skins, cow hide on, barely up in there. Barely. They in Nancy Pelosi's chair. Somebody was smoking. There's barely up in there, guys. These people ain't really trying to take nothing over. They didn't take no computers. They went in there and they didn't take no computers. Left and then they voted right after that. You occupy for thirty minutes Mm-mm-mm. and you cowardice conservatives mm. are out here crying Mm-mm-mm. as if these people were occupying like they did in in Oregon for a hundred days and throwing bricks and Molotov cocktails at the Capitol building. You should be ashamed of yourself. Your conservatives should be ashamed of yourself for not standing with the with the rioters at the Capitol. That's what Brandon Tatum said. I didn't say it. He said it. Ashame. 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 I, I'm mm. so sick of conservatives being weak. Mm. Y'all you co-sign this man? Conservatives, you co-sign this man. This is very wrong. This is very, just so we're clear, this is very dangerous. And this is very wrong. Do you guys co-sign this man? I'm not talking about conservative values. I'm not talking about if you've decided to vote for Donald Trump. That's your liberty. That's none of my business. I'm saying, do you co-sign this nonsense? 1776. You guys out here, don't tread on me. You selling MAGA flags and you doing all of this stuff. You making videos saying, ah, I'm the, they are stealing our country. We got ballots under the table. You can't say that. To people who have served in this country and fought in wars, and you're going to tell them that they're going to make us a socialist country. People who have fleed socialism, and you tell them, and you think that they're supposed to do what? High five. Dan Crenshaw. What What were they supposed to do, guys? What were they supposed to do? Call you out? Do I need to call people out? Donate to Dan's campaign. That's what they need to do. They spent. Yeah. And I I like Dan Crenshaw, but brother, you. you, When you start. Criticizing He's criticizing Dan for, Crenshaw, yo. For trying to stand up for what they believe. Trying to stand up for what they believe. I'm not against the president saying. We- so, so. That's y'all, man. 
All y'all in my comments section, when did he say he support? No, that's what he said. And you can watch that. That's still up. In incredibly. 55 minutes of that. Just him ranting about how they were patriots and how they went after there. And they were they did with this on the same energy that Bryson Gray was. On the same energy, mad at conservatives, calling them rhinos, calling them blue check conservatives. The same energy. Bryson Gray is actually in this chat. So he's wrong about Jesus is God. He's definitely wrong about the terrorist attack we saw at the Capitol, which the more footage comes out, it just looks more and more barbaric of the stuff that was going on. Stuff that was going on in the name of Jesus. They went in there and prayed in the name of Jesus, holding Jesus flags, which is why I keep calling those people the MAGA cult. Not because every Trump supporter is 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 a, is, a, is a cult member. Not because everybody who says make America great again. No, 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 no. The people that were specifically there are on some cult-like energy. Y'all endorse this man. So that's two things he's extremely wrong on. Is because you, you either you 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 either have to deny this as evil, or you have to embrace and say those people were patriots. That's your option. That's your option. Okay, so, so don't be mad at me because I'm not going to go as far right as you in your political ideology. Don't be upset at me. This man's denying who Jesus is, and I'm saying that's connected. I'm saying what's upstream matters. It does, because he's influencing you guys. He's influencing you guys in other ways. Not to say everything he's ever said is bad. That's not what I'm saying. Never said that. Never said that. All right. So, I, so, so hopefully, if you're watching this, hopefully, if you're watching this, we could agree, okay, he is wrong about Jesus being God. We can agree. Boom. We agree on that, right? We can agree that a position on the Capitol is wrong. He's condoning this behavior. He's saying that this stuff is cool, right? He's saying that if he, later on in the stream, I'm not going to pull it up and watch this entire goofy stream, but later on in the stream, he literally says, if I didn't have a baby, I, I think he has a baby on the way or a baby that just came, I would, I, I would be out there. He'd be out there serving. Okay, so so let's just, whoosh, whoosh, okay. Now, I told you guys he was also wrong about the Breonna Taylor situation because I said the stuff came out and he didn't address it. Why did I say that? Well, because he victim shamed her. It was a smear campaign on a woman that should not have been killed. Okay, should not have been killed. And he said, oh, no, uh, she, no, look, look at her rap. She, the same, this, this keeps happening, right? Candace Owens with the George Floyd situation. The moment uh, someone gets killed by law enforcement and we bring up different changes like uh, duty to intervene laws, like, I don't know, not tampering with your body cameras. Police officers shouldn't be allowed to tamper with their body cameras before they go in and, and, and then somebody gets killed. They should be held accountable for that. Why do these people turn off their body cameras? Okay, so, 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 so when we're asked, when, when people are saying, hey, this isn't, this isn't right, right? This isn't right. Something's off here. Something's off here, right? We're not, I, I, the, the average person doesn't want to dismantle capitalism and start all over. No, we don't want to be socialist. No, we're saying eight can't wait. Google that. Eight can't wait. Okay. And he's perpetuating her as this drug dealing woman who was just hanging out when she was working in the medical field at the time of her death, when she wasn't with the boyfriend who was uh, who was selling drugs at the time. And as far as I know, the, the boyfriend that was there did not have a history of selling drugs, no cases, nothing, and shot back at the police, never was charged for it legally there. But I'll, I'll show you guys another way he was wrong. When you have the SWAT officer on the ground saying the situation was botched. So excuse me for taking the word of the officer on the ground who was a part of the operation instead of taking the word of Brandon Tatum, who was an officer for five years, 
Who knows when? Let's just check this out. You got, I mean, this is on New York Times. You should really go watch this full video. This is how the police killed Breonna Taylor, the, the, the entire uh, visualization investigation. I'm just going to play you the part of the SWAT head saying and what he said, and you then take it and say, is this justified? Is, is the, 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 the way he spoke about Breonna Taylor and the way he spoke about Ahmaud Aubrey and the way he spoke about these situations, are these just scales or was he trying to play to a narrative? Right? And I'm going to get to that in a second. Check this out. The commander who was called to Taylor's home after the raid was later interviewed by investigators. We just got the feeling that night that something really bad happened. Dale Massey, a 20-year police veteran, was highly critical of what unfolded. He said there was no coordination with SWAT. We had no idea they were going to be at that apartment that night. We had no idea that we were going to, they were going to be at that apartment that night. They were serving the warrant on the actual ex-boyfriend who was the drug dealer. This is the SWAT guy who was serving the warrant that went without incident. Listen to what he says. I would have advised him 100% not to do it. And that executing... Uh, excuse me? I would have advised him 100% not to do it, huh? Another warrant at the same time may have compromised Taylor's safety. We treat safety very important, right? So, like, simultaneous warrants, bad business. Bad business. Narcotics officers testified that they didn't know Taylor had a new boyfriend, that her sister lived there, or that her two-year-old goddaughter regularly stayed. So they didn't know anything. They didn't know she had a new boyfriend. They didn't know she was seeing the, she was no longer seeing the boyfriend who was selling drugs. They didn't know that she had a goddaughter to stay there. This officer saying, hey, safety first. Massey said the department had a history of poor intelligence gathering. Back in the day, we would take a lot of detective information and take it as, as golden. Not anymore, because so often there's no kids, there's no dogs, we're told, there's kids and dogs. So we have an exhaustive recon process that we go through. He said standing in the doorway, the fatal funnel, as Mattingly and Cosgrove had, was a tactical mistake. Is it practical or is it even common for three people to be in what we consider the fatal funnel? Absolutely not, no. You would never put... You know, yourself in that situation. Hmm. Hmm. You never you never put yourself in that situation, says the head of SWAT. Huh. But Brandon Tatum said blah, 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 blah about Rihanna. No, 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 no. What does the cops on the ground say? There's a right way and a wrong way to conduct a raid. You knock, announce, and give people ample time to leave. We're not going to rush in to get dope. We're not, not going to treat human life more important than any amount of dope, right? Hmm. Human life's more important than any amount of dope. Hmm. And just to be clear, no drugs were ever found at Taylor's. His harshest criticism was of Hankinson's blind shots into the apartment. You have to know, A, what you're shooting at, B, what's in front of it, and B, what's behind it. There's no other way you can operate. This is, by the way, by the way, as a Second Amendment person, y'all keep thinking I'm some lefty. As a Second Amendment advocate who owns firearms, this is gun, this is gun safety 101. You have to know what you're shooting at. You have to know what's on the other side of that. This is literally one of the three rules of handling guns, right? Like, and, and what did this officer do? Listen, listen again. Listen to what he's saying. I didn't say this. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at this SWAT officer. Listen, listen. A, what you're shooting at, B, what's in front of it, and B, what's behind it. There's you got to know what you're shooting at, what's in front of it, what's behind no it. no other way you can operate. It was just an egregious act. It was an egregious act. The way they shot their firearms was an egregious act. This officer was charged, by the way, for the way he shot the gun. Under Kentucky law, 
Kenneth Walker had a right to stand his ground against what he believed was an aggressor, and the police in turn have a right to self-defence. But in this analysis, the killing of Brianna Taylor resulted from poor planning compounded by reckless execution. Poor planning compounded by reckless execution. That doesn't mean that every officer there had a personal racist vendetta against Breonna Taylor. That's not even the point of the conversation. It's saying that, hey, this ball was dropped because, because poor planning, poor execution, poor intel, poor, poor SWAT team tactics. The whole thing was egregious. Brandon Tatum never came out and corrected himself. Now, did he? Did he? He was an officer for five years. I appreciate, I appreciate his service in law enforcement, right? But he never came out and corrected himself, did he? So he's wrong about Breonna Taylor, he, or, or at least he told half-truths about Breonna Taylor. He smeared her, because all you goofballs kept sending me the, the Tatum Report uh, links, right? And so, there you go. There's two things that he's in clear error on. Clear error. On top of, on top of, Jesus not being God, according to him. And so why am I talking about this? Right. And I talked, I'm talking about this because there's a couple of reasons. One, listen, there's, there's, there's people who are talking heads in these different circles and we don't really know their motives. Like we don't know how long they've actually been in this. And these folks are, these folks are, uh, are, are commentators, right? So what, so what, so what's happening is I, I, I defer to politics as like WWE wrestling, right? Like it's real, but it's 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 this this role play here. The difference is Brandon Tatum is stepping in and speaking on stuff where people's lives like were lost, right? Like th- these are real things. The capital situation was a real thing. Rihanna Taylor was a real thing, and he's flippantly speaking like he's an authority on these things. And, say, and somehow it's okay or it's minimized because some sometime, somewhere, this person did something mischievous or had some sketchy affiliations by those standards. Goodness gracious, right? Like, then, then everybody would be, their killings would be justified. Oh, they came into contact with law enforcement. And so the average person, they're, they're saying, hey, eight can't wait. There should be a duty to intervene law. There should be a mandate that says law enforcement officers cannot tamper with their body cameras. And if they do and someone gets killed, they should be held responsible for that. Why is this crazy to think about how am i the radical leftist for saying something that everybody every christian every republican every conservative should agree on right like what are we talking about here and so it's it's someone that i don't know how much of this this persona is real right i don't i don't i really don't but what's happening is a lot of you guys are watching this not understanding that you're actually watching wwe wrestling commentating but you think you're watching ufc and you think this stuff is real it's not real this is why i don't talk about it politics is like wrestling right like people get hurt in wrestling more people get hurt in wrestling than they do in a ufc it's a fact more people have died in wrestling than they have in a ufc ufc has not had a fatality yet praise god right and so this is this is this this is larping like this stuff isn't real it's exaggerated and there's a lot of people that are making their names in this space and i don't really care to right so i want to drive us back to the point of, of of this whole video which is ultimately ultimately 
ultimately Jesus. That's the point, right? And I'm going to get, remember I said you get this video is called Jesus is God part two. I'll give you guys another verse and then I'm going to explain why I'm not going to be talk. I'm not going to be making any more videos about this guy. All right, here we go. Titus chapter three. For we, for we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasure, passing our days in malice, envy, hated by others, and hating one another. This is who we were before Jesus, okay? But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, let's talk about Jesus, by the way. Remember Jesus? Jesus is God. God, our Savior, appeared. Was he talking about? He's talking about Jesus. He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his nurse, by, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Notice that word Savior is used twice, and it's referring to God and Jesus. God is Jesus, case closed. Once again, just in case Brandon is still confused about this topic. So that being justified by his grace, we're justified by grace, not by works, not by anything I've done, not by political affiliations, not by the way I vote, not by the diet I keep, not by if I give 10% or not, not by if I keep a literal Sabbath or not, by what? By grace. So that being justified by grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people, okay? So that's the gospel, right? That's the gospel. By grace, Jesus is God. Again, the passage is clear as day, right? Not so, we're justified by grace, not something that we've done. Right, and then it says, "This is this is this is a trustworthy thing." Saying, read verse eight again. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God, so now that we've believed in God, now that we've put our faith in Jesus, right, we put our faith in God, may be careful to devote themselves to good works. Now that we are in Christ, and it's not by works that we're saved, we are now to devote ourselves to what? To good works. Good works didn't save us, but we're saved to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. Now, here's verse 9, and this is why I'm not talking about this anymore. Verse 9, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice, and Brandon has been warned about stirring up political division, yes, he has, by real people in his real life, have nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. Yes, we're in Titus chapter 3. And so, I do not stand a judge over this man's salvation, but if he denies Jesus as God, he is not a Christian, and I will stand on that. Now, I am not going to get rocked up, riled up, or get sucked into your guys' quarreling over these trivial political matters. It doesn't matter to me. But if you're going to be divisive about simple things like, I don't know, reform and law enforcement, which 
majority of law enforcement is for. If you're going to be divisive and otherize people who voted differently than you, I want nothing to do with those conversations because you're probably too far gone and too self-condemned for me to even have a normal conversation with you. This is why I can talk to Marcus Rogers, who's fairly reasonable, even though we disagree on a lot. And this is why I can't talk to Bryson Gray and, 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 and Brandon Tatum. I would have a conversation with him, but he's too far gone in my opinion, from from the energy that he's put out there, from the fact that people have brought these things to him repeatedly and he's just ignored them, right? And so in my position, you guys have to understand, I actually read the comments. I actually I actually engage with you guys. I'm, I'm mixing it up, right? And by the way, it says we will give an account for every idle word, for every idle comment, for every time you leave something nasty under the disguise of anonymity because you don't think I know who you are or your friends know who you are. God knows who you are for being nasty in that comment section. So I refuse to engage in this stuff. And this is the kind of stuff I deal with. Just so you guys know, I got a text message today. Random text message. Hey, I'm a fan of your channel. Da, 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 and this and this and that. And he goes, and he goes, but you're wrong about stuff. Right? I agree with 80% of your stuff, but you're wrong. I said, what am I wrong about? He said, you're wrong about tongues. Now, how many times have you guys heard me talk about tongues on this channel? Like, that's not a hill I'm even willing to die on. But he was so convinced that I was wrong on a secondary issue. I said, isn't wrong an absolute statement? Right? Because I got a super phone, I text with people. I said, isn't wrong an absolute statement? So how could I be wrong on something, absolutely wrong on something, that scholars have debated for hundreds of years? Hundreds of years, the manifestation of how the tongues works or pre or post trib or, uh, you know, do we choose God or does God choose us or free will? Like this stuff has been debated for hundreds of years, but you absolutely know I'm wrong and want to debate me about tongues over a text message. This is the kind of stuff I deal with, just so you guys know. And then this person had the nerve to want to hop on a phone call with me. Like, I'm going to stop everything else I got going on in my life. All the other stuff I'm doing, the, 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 the precious time I get with my son, my wife is about to have another child, meaning that this, the, these are the last couple months, my son is the only child. You want me to stop everything I'm doing and talk about tongues over a phone call? And I get these messages all the time, whether it's about politics, whether it's about tongues. And it's like, yo, the sheer level of entitlement, the sheer level of I get to come to your platforms, though you make yourself accessible. No, I didn't even get to, there was no phone call. We never got that far. I just did, deleted them from my super phone contacts. It never got that far, right? The sheer level of entitlement of people who think that because we disagree on a secondary non-essential issue, that they have the right to speak any way they want to to me, to tell me I'm wrong, to leave nasty comments, to be combative, to escalate to threats of violence. This is, yes, threats of violence. It's just ridiculous to me. And I'm not going to back down and, 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 and like, like, oh, whatever. Like, no, but I'm not going to sit here and entertain the shenanigans. I have way too many things going on. I have way too many better things to do. But these quarrels, these discussions over tongues or politics or this or that, they're foolish. They're foolish. Stuff is straightforward for the most part. It's straightforward for the most part. Like, if you don't believe in tongues and I somewhere in some obscure videos shared the experience of how when I once spoke in tongues and you don't agree with that, why do you have a need to go out of your way and send me a text message about that and want to hop on a phone call and prove to me that I'm wrong? Why not just let me be wrong? If I'm truly wrong on that, 
which I don't think I am, but if I am, why not just let me be wrong? Just let me, just pray for me. Just pray for me. Because those of you guys that know, those of you guys that have been here for a while, y'all know when I say something and it's off and you tell me, I usually would go back and trim the video and clip out the parts where I either misspoke or I just was unfair about a specific topic, right? I've done that before. If somebody comes into a Zoom call, usually the energy changes, by the way. Usually the energy changes, which is why we have Zoom calls. We have these Zoom calls so that you can be in your feelings about something, hop into a conversation, and the moment we look each other in the face, the energy changes. And you're not all riled up and puffed up and under the guise of your anonymity, chopping away at your keyboard like some keyboard warrior. No, no, no. I was talking face-to-face. The energy completely changes, which is why we open up the Zoom call. Maybe we should open up the Zoom call more often, right? So... This is ultimately, where am I trying to land? I'm trying to land at a place where it's about the gospel. Brandon Tatum has not only distorted the gospel, but he's distorted a lot of your guys' genuine love and empathy for your fellow Christian brother and sister, let alone the people far from God who have no context of the gospel, who have no context of this Jesus, and you... As one of the people in their life that's a Christian is being combative, divisive, sharing videos that's shaming and smearing these victims of police brutality. How is any of that good? How is any of that helpful? How is any of that, I'm going to dig a little bit. How's any of that Christ-like? I'm not talking politics. I'm not talking about whether we should have masks or no masks or whether we should have big or small government or whether we should recall Governor Newsom. I'm talking about people who are victims Breonna Taylor was a victim. She did not deserve to die. And y'all are passing around videos of Brandon Tatum shaming her, Candace Owens shaming George Floyd, reading his rap sheet. How is any of that Christ-like? It's not. It's not. So you could be mad at me. Be mad at me and call me a leftist. I'm not. Call me a Democrat. Didn't vote Democrat. Call me whatever. Call me all the names. Unsubscribe. It doesn't matter. But what I'm not going to do is just dribble, boy, dribble. I'm not going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you guys. I'm not making any more videos about Brandon Tatum unless he wants to come on and have this conversation with me face-to-face, which he won't. He's been quiet as a mouse. He's been quiet as a mouse. John McCray made a video. I made a video. Lucas made a video. He's been quiet as a mouse. He don't want no smoke. He don't want to talk about this because he know he wrong. Bryson Gray on his Instagram trying to figure out what the proper view of theology is. Get out of here. Overnight. Y'all, yeah, over, like what? Like, I'm sorry if I tend to look at y'all sideways, but come on, man. So anyway, miss me with that energy. If you don't like what I have to say, hey, it's cool. You're allowed. You're allowed to disagree with me on this stuff. You're allowed to disagree with me on this stuff. But when you've gone so far in your far right, far right echo chamber where your authority is no longer scripture or logic and you're not willing to hear nobody out. I'm concerned for your position and and your views. You don't got to be concerned about mine because remember, what do I land on? I'll read it to you again. Right. I read to you again. Pay attention to these instructions for anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. Anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. You're not going to get me with the okie doke and get me wrapped up in no political extremes. That's not the energy I'm on. It's not. I've never been on that energy. So if you want to remain in your echo chamber and you want to be alienated from your friends and family and you want to be the person that's on the cult energy vibe and you want to be the person wrapped up in all these conspiracies and perpetuating this nonsense, hey, that's on you. That's on you. But if you come over here with that energy, it's going to get called out. It's going to get called out. It's, it's, 
I'm, I'm not afraid to hurt feelings. Like, I, and it's not because I'm in the flesh or whatever it is. I, it's because I actually care for people who call themselves follower of Jesus. Because I actually care enough to tell you the truth. Because I actually care enough to tell you the truth. If this was about numbers, if this was about uh, uh, subscribers, I would have taken a completely different route. I would have taken a completely different route. If this was about money, I would have taken a completely different route. This is about, hey, if we're going to call ourselves followers of Jesus, how does that look in every area of our lives? How does that look with the way that we engage in politics? How does that look with the way that we love our neighbor? How does that look with the way we handle our finances? How does that look with the way we love our enemies? How does that look with the way we agree to disagree with people? How does that look? That's the energy I'm on. So anyway, those are my thoughts. Let me know what y'all think. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Joshua the King came down and bore it all. Yeah. Conversations front of the fireplace. All of my mistakes out of wire race. Wanna operate at a higher pace. Birth pains causing the body to dilate. On a first name basis with the worst pain face.